0: well praise the lord uh there is power in gratitude there is power in gratitude thanking god for the good and the bad and the highs and the lows of 2022 and uh, i can't think of a better place to be than at church for uh, new year's eve and new year's day i can't think of a better place to be uh let's pray thank you god for your grace and love thank you for your faithfulness Oh, God, I'm overwhelmed by it, and I haven't gotten used to it yet, and I'm thankful uh, that you're the God who forgives. Your your grace is bigger than our greatest sin. I'm so humbled by that. Thank you, Lord, that uh, you meet with us here, Lord. Thank you for the souls that are watching online and the souls that are here in person. Thank you, God. And we just ask for you to have your way here, God. God, you know, uh, you know what my week has looked like in... And, and uh, I thank you, Lord, for meeting with me in the most private places, private times. I ask you now, God, by your grace to may your Holy Spirit work through me. Uh, I want to speak only a word from you, God, so make it clear to me. Would you move in hearts, stir hearts as people are watching, people are attending in person, and would you transform minds? I pray that people turn to you and get saved and I pray, Lord, that you they walk away encouraged because they've met with you, Lord. So would you speak a word to every soul? Thank you, God, for your, for your love. We pray all this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Before you sit down, turn to someone. Tell them Happy New Year's Eve or day, wherever you're at. That'd be, that'd be great. Well, it's good to good to be at church. Um, it's good to be at church. Zach, do you mind getting me a little stool? Sorry putting this. I got a little hot tea with me. I can have this annoying cough, so if I cough, please forgive me. Um, there's so much stuff going around nowadays, isn't there? It's just it's just crazy, crazy stuff that's going around. But uh, I'm excited about today, guys. And and uh, you know, I uh, I I didn't grow up in church. And um one thing I when I was dating this woman this young woman named Grace and she was 17 at the time and uh I, I uh, she asked me to go to her church and and, and she didn't know I was going to share this but one of the things I remember um I had a I thought I was a pretty good person um I didn't go to church very often but I thought, like, I'm a pretty good guy. I don't, I don't, you know, rob banks or anything, and I don't, you know, do that. I don't murder people. I'm a pretty good person. But as I started uh, dating her, I, I got to see another side of her life, and it was a spiritual side. And uh, let me just tell you, if that, that's a game changer. When, when you see in someone else um, their relationship with God, it is a game changer, all of a sudden the things that I valued before in a woman uh, was, was small. It didn't, it was insignificant almost, you know, guys like women with good bodies and all that stuff. (laughs) But uh, this was different. I saw in her something that was attractive and I saw her worshiping God and, and I saw that and I didn't have that. And um, on New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, um, the church that she was a, a, a part of, and it was her dad's church. Um, that's why they didn't want me to date her. But anyway, you have to know the story. But, but, uh, but while I was there, they would have these New Year's Eve services, and they would start like at 8 o'clock in the evening, and it would go till like 1 o'clock in the morning. And they would have these services going, yeah, isn't that crazy? So we're going to do that tonight, and that's what you're here for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I lost like a whole bunch of people online right now. They just clicked off and they went to YouTube to go watch highlights of the Broncos or something. But uh, uh, <laughs> but um, um, Isaiah chapter 43 verse 19 says this. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Isn't that good? Do you see it? Do you see what God's doing? Do you recognize how God is moving in your life? Do you see it? Do you perceive it? The other side to this is you can go through life and not recognize what God is doing. You could miss it. But the prophet Isaiah is saying, don't you, you know, hey, look over here. Look, can't you see what God's doing in your life? Doesn't it make sense? Don't you see what God's doing? He's a God of purpose, and his purpose always prevails. Don't you see what he's doing? Um, I want to look at this story today. As I thought about this, uh, this New Year's Eve, New Year's Day message, I thought about a guy named Joseph. Um, you read about him in, in the book of Genesis, and this is a guy who uh, has been through a lot, and this is a guy who was waiting for a new day. He had a dream, and the dream was that he was going to be a great person, and other people were going to be bound down to him, It was a great dream, but it took a while to come to fruition and we could learn a lot from him and apply it to the year 2023. So hang with me. We're going to look at some scripture verses and uh, stay with me for a little bit here. Um, Genesis chapter 37, verse five says this. One night, one night, Joseph uh, had a dream. When he told his brothers about it, they hated him more than ever. Boy, that's a, that's a real testimony. Um, sometimes good things that happen to us, there's going to be haters. There's going to be people that aren't going to be happy that, that uh, we have a, a, a vision, a future. And there's people that aren't going to be excited about that. And the scripture says uh, that the brothers hated him. Uh, Listen to this dream, he said. We were, uh, we were out in the field trying or tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly my bundle stood up and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine his brothers responded, so you think you will be our king, do you? Do you actually think that you will reign over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dreams and the way he talked about them. Sometimes things could be going well for you in your life, and you expect everyone to celebrate. And they don't always celebrate. You expect them to be excited that you're going to church. I'm going to church. Isn't this a great thing? And not everyone's excited about you going to church. They look at you and say, you might, you know, you're changing, you you, you know, things you used to do, you don't do anymore. And and I don't like the new version of you. And I'm not excited about you going, I'm not excited about the things that you're excited about. Um, And when you look at the life of Joseph uh, Joseph and you look at his life from chapters 37 through chapter 50, you see a lot of things happen. Um, he's, he, eventually, his brothers actually stage his murder. They hate him so much. His dad gave him this coat of many colors, and he, they were just jealous of him. And he had these dreams, and, and they said, well, we'll take care of this. So we, they put him in this hole, and they said, well, let's just you know, put him in this hole and let him die and one of the brothers said, no, we can't do that. And, and there were some Midianite traders that were coming along. And, and they said, look, here's some Midianite traders. Just so happened at that time. That's another message. These guys were coming by. So they sold them to these Midianite traders. And these Midianites were on their way to Egypt. And they sold them to uh, a Potiphar's officer, who was a high-ranking government official in Egypt. And so now he's, with, uh, he's, he's there in Egypt. And things are going really well. For a little while, and then one day he's falsely accused by Potiphar's wife. Potiphar's wife attempts to seduce Joseph. Joseph runs There's a message man right there. Sometimes the best thing you can do is run. Joseph runs. And, and uh, after that, after some time, he's, he, uh, he ends up uh, getting in, thrown in prison for this whole thing, falsely accused, and he's in prison. And uh, some Jewish commentators have written that Joseph was in prison for 12 years. Being only one year in Potiphar's service, think about that. Twelve years in jail, falsely accused, behind bars, and falsely accused, and only one year uh, and working with Potiphar. You know, had he had a good job, he was doing well, and then that happened. It didn't make any sense. And now he's thrown into prison. So now he's in prison and he interprets this dream. And, and this dream, uh, he interprets Pharaoh's dream and it catapults him to a, a status of, uh, he, he becomes this, this um, high-ranking operations officer for all of Egypt. And now he's in a position of power and influence. And now he's managing all the resources. And eventually his brothers show up, just like the dream. It comes to fruition 13 years later. 13 years. Say 13 with me. Say 13. 13 13 years later, it comes to fruition. How long have you waited for God to answer a prayer? How long have you waited for anything? And waiting and waiting. 13 years later, it comes to fruition. Now he's in a position of power and influence and his brothers show up and here comes the dream. Here it is. And, uh, and, and, and the brothers reunite. And, and he toys with them for a little bit. You see that in chapter 44, and, and you see him toying with them a little, but eventually he embraces them. And, and here's, we're going to read this, uh, verses four through 11. It says this, "'Please come closer,' he said to them. So they came closer, and he said again, "'I am Joseph, your brother, "'whom you sold into slavery in Egypt. "'But don't be upset and don't be angry with yourselves "'for selling me to this place.'" It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. This famine that has ravaged the land for, for two years will last five more years. And there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God has sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive and to preserve many survivors. So it was God who sent me here, not you. And he is the one who made me an advisor to Pharaoh, the manager of his entire palace and the governor of all Egypt. Now hurry back to my father and tell him, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me master over all the land of Egypt. So come down to me immediately. You can live in the region of Goshen where you will be near with me. And with all your children and grandchildren and your flocks and herds and everything you own, I will take care of you there. For there are still five years of famine ahead of us. Otherwise, you, your household, and all your animals will starve. And that's the story. That's how the Israelites got into Egypt, right here. This is how they got into Egypt, and God sent Joseph, and, and Egypt was their place of refuge. And they stayed in Goshen, and, and, and Joseph provided for them. As I, as I look at, at this story, it's an amazing. There's so many things we can take from, this, from the story of, of Joseph and his brothers. And at this time, when, when he's talking to his brothers, his dad thinks he's dead. His dad thinks he's dead. And so there's a lot of history. It's so rich in, in, in this whole story. And I thought about um, Joseph is looking back 12 years in prison, and he could come out being bitter and angry and resentful and saying, you know what? I'm your brother who you sold, you know, to, to, you know, to be an Egypt slave. And, and now, you know, now it's time to pay the piper. (laughs) Now revenge is coming. Now you're going to, he doesn't have that attitude. He has a whole different attitude. But as I thought about this, I thought, you know, he had to look back at those 12 years and thought, okay, what were the things that I went through? What was all that about? Then I thought about our year 2022. I'm just curious. Has it been a? Raise your hand if this has been a good year. 2022 has been a good year for you. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if it's been a tough year. 2020 has been a tough year. Raise your hand if you at some point questioned the love of God. Did you ever question the love of God over your life? I questioned the love of God. I'll raise my hand for that one. Was there ever a time when you questioned whether God was really with you? Was there ever a time, you questioned, was there ever a time when you were confused and you were thinking, why is this happening to me? I don't understand why this is happening to you. I think Joseph felt all those things. I, if you're online, why don't you type in and say, yep, that was me. What, what was your challenge when, when you're, during 2022? And I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you just a few things that happened in 2022 that I think impacted all of us. Um, one is uh, Russia invaded uh, Ukraine. That was a pretty big thing, wasn't it? And still is. It still is. It's a very sad, unfortunate situation, and uh, and, and we don't live there, but it's just uh, just uh, we've been impacted by it, even economically. And and that's something that's happened. And and another thing that's happened is the Omicron coronavirus variant spread. Isn't that exciting? We're in a world of uh, viruses. (laughs) We've always been in a world of viruses. That's not a new thing. But now, you know, masks are pretty normal. You know, it's not unusual to see someone wearing a mask or it's not unusual for someone to say, I got to get my booster shot or something like that. That's not unusual at all. Or the U.S. Supreme Court overturned abortion rights. That's a big deal. That, that was a big deal that happened. Yeah. 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 I, as a person who believes and I believe in I'm pro-life and I believe God created children in the womb and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Although I know it's still up to the States. I understand all that. Um, but, and this was another big thing that, that really affected all of us. Um, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. That was a <laughs> <laughs> poor Will Smith. <laughs> all right, there was this other event that happened in Colorado that we probably want to forget just a little bit, but uh, yeah, yeah. all right, we'll move on. Uh, what do you think about when you think of year 2022? As I look back at the year 2022, I'm going to be honest with you, I see health and I see illness in 2022. Do you see that? I look back at 2022 and I see, uh, I see the unexpected and I see the expected. I see laughter and I see pain. I see grief. I see joy. I see life. I see death. I see strength and I've seen weakness at the time, at times as well. I've seen faithful and I've seen unfaithful in 2022. I've seen victory and I have seen defeat as well. I've seen clarity and I've seen confusion as well. I I see love and hate and I've seen, I see light and I've seen darkness in 2022, I think Joseph can identify with these feelings, and and I, I look back at at a, a first thing I want you to hear when you look at 2022, I want to encourage you to look at it with a perspective. Look at 2022 with a spiritual. Perspective, you need spiritual eyes to understand what God is doing in your life. You need to look at your life through the eyes of God. Because that's what Joseph does. Joseph says, he tells his brothers, don't be upset and don't be angry with yourselves for selling me to this place. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. Isn't that amazing? Joseph could be so angry and he can he can make their life miserable, but he's saying, Don't be angry with yourself. You guys. You guys were, were horrible, you were evil, and, and you hated me, and you were jealous, but don't be angry at yourself, because behind all of this, guess who was pulling the strings? It was God. And Joseph recognized there was a bigger purpose, a bigger purpose, and it involved saving an entire nation, and Joseph looks at the situation through the, through the spiritual perspective. And in scripture, you see that over and over and over. This, this talk of open your eyes, that your eyes may be opened. And, and you see, uh, Joseph has this. He looks at the past and even the painful things, and he's looking at the people who made his life miserable. Made his life miserable. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm just going to be honest. There's People who, I mean, haven't you been slandered? Haven't you been hurt? Haven't you been accused? Haven't people said wrong things about you, false things about you? And those things are hard. But Joseph has this relationship with God. Something happened during those thirteen years. Maybe it was in prison. Maybe while he was in prison, he had this uh, this aha moment that he recognized. You know what? God has a bigger plan. He recognized how God was moving. He looked back at his life and he told his brothers don't you be upset at yourself. God was behind this. In fact, in chapter 45, verse 7, he says, God has sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive and to preserve many survivors. So it's like Joseph is looking past his brothers. His brothers can only see him. And they're really concerned about how he's going to take revenge. But Joseph has spiritualized, and you need to be able to do that. When you look back at 2022, can you see how God worked in 2022? Do you recognize how he moved? Those things that happened that didn't make sense. Can you look back at 2022, and you're like, oh, you know what? Me getting laid off from that job, that was a really good thing. At the time, I didn't feel it. I didn't know it, but that was a really good thing. Moving out of that situation, that was so hard, but that was a really good thing. I didn't expect that to happen, but you know what? It worked out okay. Me me losing that friendship in 2022, that was hard, but I look back and that's okay. I can tell God was in that. Can you look back at 2022 and see God move in every situation and say, you know what? God has a bigger plan. You know, we have these, uh, 2023, these, uh, New Year's resolutions. Um, um, I, I don't know what your New your resolution, but this is the time of the year when everybody takes pictures of themselves like working out and stuff and fluxing and, you know, all, you know, they, they take pictures of themselves in their spandex and all that stuff and they're not eating, you know, eating right and all. Um, <clears throat> before you post anything on social media, I'm just going to tell you, we'll know whether or not you're working out just over a few weeks. We'll, we'll, we'll be able to tell it's okay. But uh, exercise more is a big one, right? Losing weight is a big one. Getting organized, uh, learning a new skill, saving money, quit smoking. That's, and that's another one. Um, <clears throat> Spending more time, traveling more, reading more—those are all good. But I want to give you some New Year's resolutions, just based on the story of Joseph, that maybe, maybe will will uh, will uh, will change your life. Um, here's the first one I want to propose to you: is think differently. Think differently in 2023. Think differently. Um, when you look at the life of Joseph, he's thinking different from his brothers his brothers are only concerned about food. That's all he's concerned, all they're concerned about. All they're thinking about is, am I going to get enough food for my, for my knapsack to put on my, my camel, and I'm going to take it back home, and we just need to get enough food. Joseph sees them, and he sees God is right now saving an entire nation. It was more than food for Joseph. Joseph. Joseph understood God is all-loving. God is all-knowing. God cares about Israel so much. He cares about the Hebrews so much. He is actually going to save them through Joseph, and Joseph is humbled. Joseph is thinking differently. His brothers are concerned about revenge. He's thinking about the, about the will of God. Uh, Romans chapter 12 says like this, do not be, do not conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the what? By the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, perfect will, right? Let God transform your mind. Transform the renewing of your mind. So this isn't about you thinking I'm gonna be something different. I'm gonna try to be a better person. I'm gonna try to think. This is about letting God take over your life. <coughs> Excuse me. And transform your mind. Transform your mind. You gotta get some more of this stuff. And you see that. So it, it, it's it's more than a it's more than a um <clears throat> excuse me, it's more than um, something that you think needs to change in your thinking. It's about what does God want to do in your mind? What does God want to do in your mind? What does God want to do? Excuse me. Philippians 4, 8 says, and now dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Then what does it say, church? Finish it for me. Isn't that good? Think about the things that are excellent, and worthy of praise. Another place in Proverbs, it says this, for as he thinks within himself, so he is. See, that's the battleground, your thoughts. excuse me, that's the battleground, your thoughts. So you got to look at your life and think, okay, I need to start thinking differently. And, and it starts with, okay, what are you allowing to enter your mind? What thoughts are you allowing to live there? What thoughts are you allowing to hold you hostage? And in 2023, you could make new decisions. Like, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to kick out every lie of the devil in 2023. Wouldn't that be wonderful? I'm going to be able to identify what's from God and what's not from God in 2023. Isn't that beautiful? (coughs) I'm not going to allow myself to fantasize over things that are not true in 2023. I'm not going to allow myself to rehearse old arguments so that bitterness lives inside of me. I'm not going to let that happen. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm not going to let, I'm not going to think thoughts of judgment live inside of me. I'm not going to let my mind wander to dark places anymore in 2023. I'm going to, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Appreciate it. I can probably do that. Uh, it helps out a little bit. I'm not going to let myself, uh, I'm not going to let myself, uh, <clears throat> did you notice her boldness? She just comes right up here and <laughs> gives this me right there. Appreciate her so much. Appreciate the love. <clears throat> She's on camera. She's forever living in YouTube now because of that. That'd be great. Um, but what do you think? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Are they always honorable? Are they always pure? Are they always lovely? Are they always right? Do you allow your thoughts to go to negative places? In 2023, you can have a different thought life. You could have a different thought life in 2023. And that's where it starts. You have to start thinking, okay, I'm going to start thinking. One of the things you do to fix that is you start meditating on God's word. Spend time in God's word. Start somewhere. God will help you. He'll teach you how to think. That's what, she, that's what much of parenting is, to teach your children how to think. <clears throat> Excuse me. The other thing I see in the life of jo- uh, Joseph, and I want to say it here, is don't carry a grudge into 2023. Isn't that good? You know, grudges, resentment is a great thing that the devil uses because all of us have been hurt. Have you been hurt before? All of us have been hurt. All of us, all of us. And, and uh, grudges you can carry from 2022 into 2023. And you can still be, you know, it's kind of like a, you, you know, it's someone who buys a new suit or something or a new a new, a new shirt and pants or whatever it is. They're the same person. They just got new clothes on. So you can go into 2023 being the same person as you were in 2022. But this is one of the opportunities. And I believe, I'm grateful that we have a God who has, who has days and nights. I'm grateful we have a God that gives us mornings every, every, every day. Aren't you grateful for that? His mercies are new every morning, aren't they? <laughs> His mercies are new every morning. Oh my word. I need, <laughs> Does this one have a little bit something in it? Yes. Did you go to the liquor store or something and put something in there? No. Oh, it's a party. It's a New Year's Eve party. <laughs> this one actually tastes, this one, I don't know what you put in it, but it does make my throat feel better. Thank you so much, ladies. <clears throat> Appreciate it. That did help. Don't um, get. I'm fascinated with the way Joseph handled this. He said, "I'll take care of you here." There. He said, "For there are still five years of famine ahead of us. Otherwise, your household and all your animals will starve." Now, do you see what Joseph's doing? How do you handle your enemies? How do you handle those who've hurt you? Those who've slandered you? You know, the ex, the boss. That friend, how do you handle those who've hurt you? You know what Joseph is saying? Stay here and I'll take care of you. And I'm gonna bless you. And I'm gonna bless your children and their children. There's five more years of famine, but don't worry. I'm gonna take care of you. I'm gonna take care of you. That's deep love. That's deep love. What would you do if the person who hurt you came to your house, knocked on your door, and said, hey, can I live in your basement? Would you open up your door and say, yeah, you can live in my basement? Here's my refrigerator, too, and anything in there is yours. That's hard stuff, isn't it? Joseph, these guys made his life miserable for the last 13 years. I think for Joseph, what was hard for him, I I, I think there were a lot of things, but I think the thing that was hard for him was he lost his whole family. He lost his whole family. He was a foreigner in foreign land, living in prison, holidays, during the days. It was just him. And I think those also, those difficult days were also the days that he cried out to God. We need to praise God for our difficult days because sometimes the difficult days are the days we cry out to God. Sometimes the days when we go through really challenging things are the days when we're aware that we need God, that really helped. I don't know what it was, but now I'm confused which one was which. I think it's this one right here. Let me do this because they both look the same. <clears throat> but I, I, I think Joseph, I, I think he went through his own um, metamorphosis. I think he went through his own change. And I think he had some difficult things. But he, 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 he's on the other side. Glory to God. He's on the other side. Isn't it good? That's a good word for someone here. You'll be, you're going to get to the other side. Hang in there. The Lord's with you. You'll get to the other side. And on the other side, he has grace and he has love and he has forgiveness. So much so, he says, you know what? This is God's plan. And I'm not going to stand in the middle of God's plan. I'm not going to stand in the way of God's plan. You go ahead and move on in my basement. You go ahead and move into Goshen. Goshen and I'll take care of you, and I'll feed you, and you won't have to worry about anything. Don't carry any grudges with you. And sometimes, speaking of grudges and unforgiveness, sometimes the most difficult person to forgive is ourself. First John nine says this, If we confess our sins, he's faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from unrighteousness. Some of you, let me say this you need to stop kicking yourself into 2023. You need to stop. You need to stop. It's been hard and you've made some decisions and you need to embrace the grace of God. God loves you. He cares about you. He sees what you're going through. He sees what you have gone through. He loves you so much and he's going to be with you and you just need to let that go. You don't have to rehearse it anymore. No more reruns in 2023. Throw it away. Just move on in 2023 saying, okay, God, I'm going to embrace your forgiveness. And the next thing is you need to say, God, help me to love other people like you've loved me. Help me to show grace and mercy to other people like you've shown towards me, God. Help me to do that. See, God's all about these clean slates. Isaiah, he says, come to me, all of you. Come. This is those of you who are, our who sins are like scarlet and I'll make you white as snow. God wants to give you a, a clean slate, make you white as snow. He, he, wants, he wants you to know his grace and his mercy. He doesn't want you to be held back for, with guilt or shame or any of those things. And you need to forgive yourself. You need to forgive other people. Don't carry any grudges into 2023. Some of you have been carrying some grudges and you've been carrying something, something that's bothered you for years. In fact, it's bothered you for so long, you don't even remember details anymore. You just remember the grudge. You don't remember details anymore you just remember the anger and you're like i can't remember everything that happened but i have have resentment in my heart you've been carrying it too long you know talk about losing weight this is a great thing to do to lose spiritual weight go into 23 without that baggage leave that luggage in 2022 and say, I'm no longer going to be carrying that anymore. I want want to be part of God's plan. I want to see things like Joseph did. I want to see things through the eyes of God. Philippians chapter 3, Paul says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Isn't that good? Forgetting, say that aloud with me, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Some of you need to do that. You need to trust God. You need to trust God. There's some things to forget and say, God, I need you to help me with this. This was something that happened in the past. And you know what happened. And maybe you need some healing. And God can do that. Maybe something happened to you in, the, in 2022 and you're, just, you're still bleeding over it. And maybe you need to say, God, I need you to heal me of that. But I want to move forward, God. I want to move forward. Forgetting what is behind and straining what is in. I always think about driving my stare my when I see this verse right here. Because the rearview mirrors are small, aren't they? Aren't your rearview mirrors small? you got one in the middle and you got two on the sides. Well, they're small. And what that big rent windshield in the front is pretty big though, isn't it? And I think that's a picture of life. I think that's how we should look at life. God has a future for you. And you can look back at those mirrors and those painful experiences will become part of your stories. Joseph remembered. Remember, he starts off by saying, Hey, you remember when you sold me to Egypt? No, 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 no. But don't don't hold, don't, don't don't be mad at yourself. He remembers joseph remembers and he undoubtedly remembers those times when he was in jail by himself and i'm sure he was just crying and bawling and just hurt and nobody saw that except him and god he remembers but he's not going to let those experiences pollute his heart he's not going to let those experiences affect his ability to see what god is doing and he's going to look at those experiences, those things, and I think we all have those times in our life when, when we did things, or said something, or did something, or whatever, and we look back and we're like, you know what, or that, that stung. You know, we, we think in moments. We remember moments, don't we? We remember moments with our family and our friends and things that we do. We remember moments, and every once in a while, there's words that are said to us that are hurtful words or words that are said that might be labeling words, and we need to have the ability to say, you know what, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna let that sit in my head. I'm gonna move on. Here's the other thing out. Here's another New Year's resolution for you, here it is. Be faithful with little things in 2023. Be faithful with little things. You know, we, uh, it's, it's good to dream big. Nothing wrong with that. It's good to have big goals. Nothing wrong with that. But you know what I've discovered? Start small. Start small. Jesus said it like this. If you're faithful in little things, say little things with me. If you're faithful in little things, you will be faithful in what? In larger ones. But if you're dishonest in little things... You won't be honest with greater responsibilities. So Jesus makes it really clear. If you're faithful with little things, you'll be faithful with big things. Little things. So it could be, what's that little thing for you? It could be, you do what you say you're going to do. It could be that simple. Little things. Little things. It's, it could be that, you know what, I'm going to, I said I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. Uh, maybe a little thing for you is just read at least one Bible verse in the morning. Let's just start with that. That's little. Just start with that. One verse in the morning. Start with that. Or maybe a little decision you're going to make is you're going to say, I'm going to be more organized. I'm going to have more self-discipline. I'm going, to, I'm going to do things that I normally wouldn't do, and maybe it's, I'm going, to, I'm going to wash the dishes and I'm going to do it just because I want to help out. I'm just going to do it. Little thing. See, those, a lot of times, what, what the, the problem we, we have is when we think about little things, we think little things are insignificant things. That's what we do. We think, well, it's nothing. You know? Why should I fix my bed? It's nothing. <laughs> you know I mean? Why should I? Whatever. It's nothing. But the little things, when they're compounded, they become greater things. And eventually, if you do enough of the little things, it'll become the norm. It'll become the norm. And you do a little thing, like you say, you know, what? I'm not going to lie anymore. That's a little thing. I mean, that's a big thing. But you just start small. You say, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with this. And God looks at that. And that's how God measures faithfulness. He looks at little things. Really, that's all it is. That's all it is. God looks at your life and he says, have you been faithful in the little things? Have you been faithful with what he's asked you to do? That's how God looks at our lives. That's how he measures the spiritual maturity, spiritual growth. Here's the, here's the warning I want to say behind all this. Because it's talking about being faithful in little things here. Don't go back to places you shouldn't have ever been. You know what I'm talking about? In 2022, we found ourselves in trouble. We found ourselves in situations. And the truth is, we never should have been in that place. We never should have even allowed ourselves to go there. And I'm not talking about physically necessarily, but it could be our thought life as well. It could be our spiritual life as well. But we allowed ourselves to go to a place that we knew, we knew was dangerous spiritually. We knew we could be, we could compromise ourselves. We knew it, it was, and we allowed ourselves. We went down the wrong street, and we went into that house that we shouldn't have gone into. But we thought I could handle the street, I could handle it. So I'm going to go down there, and I know who's in that house, and I know I should, I know I shouldn't, but I could go in there and I could handle it. And we found ourselves in a situation. And then our next thing was, oh, my word, God, get me out of this situation. And then it was, God, give me strength. You, see, you have to remember God, he, he, uh, he loves you, but he wants you to be wise, not naive. He wants you to be wise, not naive. And if you look back at the mistakes that we've made, including myself, sometimes we just went down the wrong street. It wasn't God's will, and we did it anyway. We did it anyway, and we found ourselves in a situation that we shouldn't have been, and we never should have been in. And now we're now we're crying out. Say, so let me show you a mark of spiritual maturity. Here's here's the mark of spiritual maturity right here. You don't know if you're growing. Here it is. Isn't this good? Just sitting down. Sometimes, sometimes the greatest thing you can do is say. I'm not going to go over there, I'm not going to go down that road, I'm not going to hang out with those friends, I'm not going to go to that site, I'm not going to go to that whatever, I'm just going to stay put. That's not for me. Much of our spiritual growth is identifying what's for you and what's not for you. And being able to recognize that's not of God and this is of God, that's unhealthy, but this is healthy, and I'm I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose to stay. You look at life of Joseph, and one day we'll do a whole series on him. But one of the things I admire about him was his ability to run under the right circumstances. When Potiphar's wife was coming onto him, he ran. He didn't stay to see what would happen. Nobody else was around. He was a foreigner in foreign land. Who would know? Who would know? God knew. See, Joseph learned to be faithful when nobody else was looking. Joseph learned to be faithful when his family wasn't even around. When his family disowned him, Joseph learned to be faithful. Wouldn't it be cool if some of the battles fought last year you could avoid this year? Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be cool if some of your battles in 2022 were not in 2023? Think about that. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Like I used to battle that that, that, that addiction. I used to battle that addiction back here. I used to struggle with that area. I used to battle with porn in 2022, but in 2023, it's different. I used, to, I used to have that addiction of, of drinking and alcohol. I used to have that addiction. I, I, I used to, whatever, I used to do drugs all the time. Or I used, to, I, I used to be at this dark place all the time. But now in 2023, I don't have that battle anymore. And much of your, of your victory in your battles will be knowing what street to go down and knowing what street not to go down and sitting down when you need to sit down and saying, I'm not gonna be a part of that. That doesn't look right. I'm not gonna go down down that road. I'm not gonna put myself in that situation. I'm not gonna do that. Jesus said, when he was asked the greatest commandments, he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second of it is, is the same. He said this, love your neighbor as yourself. All of the commandments could be summed up with these two. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. So, if you want to look at 2023, can you be a better lover? Can you be a better lover of God? A better lover of people? Can you be a better lover? Show grace the way God has shown grace in your life. Show mercy the way God has shown mercy in your life. Not to those who you like, that's easy. Not to those you get along with, that's easy. Not to those who vote like you, that's easy. Not to those who have your same interests, that's easy. But can you love the way God loves? Joseph looks at his brothers and says, don't be angry with yourselves. It wasn't you that put me here. God put me here. An amazing perspective. An amazing perspective. I look at Joseph and I think, I want to be more like Joseph. I want to be more like Joseph. I want to end with, um, let me say this also. You will have storms in 2023. There's going to be battles that you're going to have to fight in 2023. You don't know what they are right now. You don't know. It could be relationship, it could be finances, it could be spiritual. Um, You don't know what battles are going to happen in 2023. But God knows. And here's the good news. God is with you. God is with you. God will never leave you. Jesus will never leave you or forsake you. And he's going to take care of you. His grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. Jesus talked about this. Jesus talked about the wise person who built his house on a rock. And he said, those are the people who... Hear and obey. If you hear and obey God, you're like a wise person who built your house on a rock. And he says in that parable, he said, the storms will come, the winds will come, the rains will come. But the foolish person hears but doesn't obey. And when the storm comes, the house comes crashing down. So. The, the wise person prepares for the storms now and if you want to grow a strong, get strong roots and have a strong foundation then you focus on your relationship with God and you be faithful in the little things you, you, you hear God and you obey God and obeying is just as important as hearing you obey, you obey and you hear and you say okay God in 2023 I want to have a stronger foundation I want to have a stronger foundation the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. And I love this. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Paul says, you know what I want? Everything, everything I know is garbage compared to to knowing Jesus that's what Paul says Jesus is everything he's supreme he is everything knowing Jesus is your greatest New Year's resolution say I want to know Jesus at a deeper level I want to know him that's your greatest resolution you can make for 2023 and Paul says I want to know him and I want to know his death I want to know his sufferings and I want to know the resurrection power as well I want to know it We're going to do communion. Every time we do communion, this is something that Christians have been practicing for close to 2,000 years now, all over the world in Peru, in Africa, in Russia. I have missionary friends in Russia, all over the world, in China, in Africa, United States, all over the world. And this is something that all Christians do. And when you take communion, you reflect on the life of Jesus, you reflect on his death and 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 you also reflect on his resurrection but you also believe that one day Jesus is going to come again maybe Jesus will come back in 2023 maybe you never you never know as christians we're called to be ready to live in a state of preparedness to be ready make sure our wicks are lit Make sure we're ready at all times because you never know. And when that day happens, the things that you used to think were important will not be important. You'll have a whole different perspective. But when we take communion, that's what we do. The, the bread represents the body of Jesus that hung on the cross for us. It was cursed for us. And the juice represents the blood of Christ that was shed for our sins, glory to God. And that one event on the cross 2,000 years ago was enough. His blood was enough so that you could be forgiven for your sins, glory to God. Now when you put your, put your faith into, in Jesus, you can, you, you, can, you can know that grace, that love, that forgiveness of his sins, but it gets even better. After he, 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 he was crucified, They they buried him in a tomb, and three days later, he rose from the grave. But check this out. When he rose from the grave, he sent his Holy Spirit here. Isn't that good? You know what that means in 2023? The Holy Spirit of God will be with you always, living inside of you, taking care of you, comforting you, encouraging you, being his presence inside of you. That's the promise That's the promise, and that's who the Holy Spirit is. So when we take communion, it's really a time of confession, saying, you know what, Jesus, you're my Lord. My hope, my faith is in you. That's what you do, my hope and my faith is in you, Jesus, and you are my Lord. If you're visiting right now and you're not a Christian, or you're watching online and you're not a Christian, thank you for coming to church. Keep coming to church. Keep exploring about who Jesus is, But I want to encourage you not to take communion because you're still working through things and I don't want you to go through the motions of communion. Paul the Apostle talks about the danger of doing that in in, in Corinthians, don't do that. This is for people who have taken that step of faith. Let me say one more thing, before you take communion, if you need to get right with God, if you need to ask God for forgiveness, you can kneel down right where you're at and ask God for forgiveness. Do that first. And after you pray, then come forward and take communion. That's the order. That's the spiritual order of things. Those of you who are online, <coughs> excuse me, those of you who are online, I would encourage you to participate as well. Maybe go to the refrigerator and find something to drink, even some water and maybe some bread, and you can take communion right there at your in your bedroom or wherever you're at or at your house or in your kitchen, and you can be a part of it. Let's pray. God, thank you for your grace and your love. Thank you, God. Jesus, thank you for what you did. Thank you for the story of Joseph, who is a type of Christ. Thank you, Lord, for the love. And and we see your grace and your mercy in that story. Would you continue to have your way? We thank you for 2022. And we look forward to 2023. May we be faithful, more faithful. May we trust you more. May we be more mindful about the thoughts that we have. May we know you more fully, Jesus, in 2023. And may we forgive in 2023, Lord. Help us not to carry any baggage with us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. It's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray all this. Amen.